fucking good, homie. All right, because I'm usually loud. Yeah. I'm quiet in real life. People can't fucking hear me all the time. But like, as soon as they get a microphone in front of me, I'm like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> like, now's my time to shine. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck you. I'm louder. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you guys. Czech Republic. I can see my lines moving. Look at that. It's your cool. lines, you, you are, you're nice and wavy, Did you say homie. Czech Republic? Yeah. Czech. You even made your mic check, check, check a check fucking pun? <laughs> 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 I, know, yeah. I, I hate you. I hate you I learned so it much. From, uh, <laughs> there's a great live DVD called Philadelphia. It's the band Lamb of God. And uh, one of the guys just does that for the mic check. He's like, check it in, check it out, check it over, and then check, check, check Republic. It's just something I've always done. <laughs> I used to work yeah. for a band, too, so I used to do it. I know. I, oh, hate, yeah. I hate your propensity for wordplay. <laughs> you know, it's weird. I don't know why it happens hey, or how it him. happened, but like, I, whenever I hear something, like, I watch, I watch this dude, Dan Hurd, prospecting on YouTube, and he, he takes, like, you know, when you're finding gold, you take a shitload of rocks, and you hope to find a little bit of gold, right? Almost anything I hear throughout my life, I'll run it through my head, and it feels like it's going through like one of those rock processor machines. Yeah, and I'm looking to see like, okay, is there anything like can it can it can it be connected here? Can it be twisted that? Can do can this do that? And my brain's always done it for some reason. Like, it's almost like I like pause for like every bodily function for like a second, and then just like <laughs> do, do dedicate it all to the processor and just try to like find a way it can be twisted or turned and whatnot. I don't know why I've always done that. I, I got you. Ever since I was a kid, I was always they'd say something, and I'd always see like a slight slant. Like, have you ever seen the meme from "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia" where Charlie is like looking at the uh, poster board and everything's connected with the red line? Yeah. You know? <laughs> like that's what my brain does. It looks at a certain top subject or a word, and it tries to like connect it to other things, other situations, other way to t- just just ways you wouldn't expect it to turn into. Like someone, one of my biggest compliments I've heard about my comedy is people don't know where I'm going to end up. Yep, that, that's a, that's a good thing. That's not I'm, I don't do it on yeah. purpose. It's just thoughts come to my head. And but that's a big that that's a big factor yeah, in joke like, writing is is that that if you can get that twist in there, the when people don't see you know, it coming, you can really get it. There are some things that you can see coming, like my stained joke. You can see that coming from a long oh, way, yeah. but you I can think still that's the, enjoy it. I think that's the funny part of it. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. is he gonna do yeah. it? Is he gonna do it? Because that song, that joke is 18 seconds long, because the intro of that song is 18 is 17 seconds. So. Like, there's 17 seconds of guitar, and then, well, it's 17-second joke, 18-second intro. So when I do it, I originally planned it to have the song start playing and talk about the song being on the radio, and then we have a second of pause, and then the first lines of the song is, it's been a while. So that that was the original, like, intention of that joke. That's why I take so long to get to it. Mm-hmm. That's, like, my longest joke I do, I think. That's like, awesome. 18 seconds without a laugh for me on stage is kind of torture sometimes talking yes. to you makes me feel so stupid <laughs> welcome to intelligent idiocracy <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking intro oh, that was great <laughs> I, I've always, music is my first passion comedy is like it's hopefully gonna be what my life is but i've been music ever since i was a kid i love music i, I play music and whatnot mm-hmm. and so i've always w- wanted to incorporate music into it yeah and i just came up with that dumb idea of a joke and like i just st- started to stop watch watch when i hit play on youtube and i was like okay it's about 17 seconds 18 seconds and i just tried to like craft it perfectly in a good pace so that there would be that perfect comedic timing and then the the guy sings the first line. I haven't done it that way yet, yeah. but I will eventually. Yeah. But it's just a dumb idea I had. I crafted it that way and it feels like forever when I'm going through that joke. Because yeah. it's, it's such a long setup for me. 
but it 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 works out perfectly. Dude, it, the, the black people in Omaha, I can't believe they they like that joke so much. I'm just like I'm shocked that like stained is that universal. Oh yeah, for sure. It, it no, they like, they thought it was, it was funny crazy. shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. You know, I, I've never really performed in front of that demographic to that extent me before. either and i yeah. ate a bag of dicks <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah 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 eating uh, a bag of dicks for me is like i got some laughs i'm never like bomb bomb but right oh boy you got a little some yeah. i ate a bag of dicks yeah, yeah hell was, yeah was man i hadn't taught you yeah, i hadn't talked it's a lot to you it's a lot easier yet. to just laugh real hard at davy's jokes but i have to <laughs> yeah. lead you down a path for right mine, yeah you and it. they were not willing to take my hand <laughs> I, even, I even did my kkk joke and they were like they they, they thoroughly enjoyed it because it's such a silly joke yeah. yeah but i you know you get in front of those in front of different people and it's just like because when you're when you're writing from a perspective you know you're thinking like do i write comedy for 36 year old white dudes yeah and then like i i did a set in houston when i went on vacation earlier this year probably when i got covid and i was just like i was i was you know worried it was just a five minute open mic set the dude put me on like 14th out of like 30th like right in the yeah. middle like it was very nice about it yeah and I was just like, and it was still, it was a definitely, um, you know, Houston has like, like forty percent black, like thirty. It's it's a huge diversity compared to what we have yeah, in Iowa, for sure. And I was just like, man, are they gonna like my jokes? And are my jokes written from a perspective of a Midwest dude? Are they gonna work outside the region? And they they worked. So yeah. it was nice to know that like it's Hell not yeah. just regional humor that, yeah, it's like you can't, you know. Comics can't talk about the the in Chicago. They can't talk about the L train in Montana. They they don't uh, know yeah. really know what that is. They uh, yeah. they know yeah. it from like postcards and like maybe a TV show or two. But like I mean, who fucking buys so postcards anymore? Exactly. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure that market's gone down real hard, especially since tourism's dead too. Yep. Like, like hey, here's something I touched. <laughs> right. <laughs> here's a picture where I am. Yeah, fuck you. I pull it up on my phone, you. dickhead. <laughs> oh, look at you. You got paper. Yeah, that's bad for the environment. Fuck face. <laughs> it's funny that the kids are getting into like the more tactile stuff, though. It's kind of funny that the kids. Oh, are like, it's yeah. just a bunch of people my age that are douchebags about it. Even younger though, like the kids, like yeah, they're even bigger douchebags. <laughs> yeah, they are, of course. Well, they at least we have teeters. My cousin's one of those douchebags. <laughs> Brooke, if you're listening, you're a douchebag. <laughs> you're a fucking douchebag. So That's you guys right. uh, bring people on to bring, to uh, give a different perspective on things. Ooh, what pretty much? What am I here for? Like, oh, hey, yeah. we haven't discussed another white dude. White dude. <laughs> you're older than me. Yes. <laughs> you're older. Dude, your beard's to be honest, longer. I started this with like the intention of like having a theme because like I figured that would give us more of a direction, yeah. Yeah. and then it just degraded into. Fuck you! I want my friends on. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Turn it into an excuse to hang out with other comics. Dude, we had Cooper on, and we're even more similar to Cooper than we are you. Yeah, exactly. So So we didn't learn anything. You're diverse compared to that. (laughs) (laughs) Twice your age. We like like like, having Cooper on. You you would think that we would have have him. You you would think that with the goal of the podcast, it would be to learn about like. Hearing hearing loss or something, but that's like five minutes of conversation. It's true. Dude, even and then you move on. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Even with talking about his wheelchair for like two minutes. Yeah, exactly. Just turned into bullshitting. Yeah, we heard his story of how we got into the wheelchair, and then and then we ended the podcast by hearing how he then gets in a fight as a dude who's yeah, paralyzed he, from the he waist down. He kicked the shit out of... Well, kick. Okay. He, he punched he did the not, shit he, out of somebody. <laughs> he hasn't kicked the shit <laughs> out of anything in, a in car, years. right? Yeah, inside yeah. of his car, yeah. Yeah, he like he said he threw his seat all the way back and pulled his, pulled the dude on top of him and just started wailing. He full-on, <laughs> like, so lazy from his back. the fuck out yeah, of him. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, he, so he caught the dude from his back like as, oh as if God. he was like in the process of losing. So he pulled the dude into his car and beat him Well, he was in the passenger. The dude was in the passenger and he pulled him over the passenger and, and the nice. dude stopped fighting after a little while 
and was like, I'm done. And Ed was like, I'm not. And then after a while, and then after a while, Ed like came back into reality and was oh, like, yeah. wait, what's going de-glazed. on? Yeah, his eyes deglazed. And then and his friend was like, and his friend was like, yeah, I've been done for a while. And, <laughs> and then they went into a gas station covered in blood and then had to be like, no, 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 don't worry. No, we're good. Everything's fine. Yeah. Uh, no, she's in the trunk. She's secure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, she's, she ain't going anywhere. anywhere. We, uh, cut, we cut that fucking handle off. Uh, <laughs> escape handle. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, Dave. Mafia handles. Yeah, I wanna, not cutting those I, if you think 18 happen. seconds without a laugh is too long, I want to give you a set list of mine. <laughs> but that can be worth it, though. You can, you can. I think that my problem is, is uh, it's going to develop a bad habit. Is that like, I am a, a, so addicted to the laughs that going like 18 seconds for me is too long. But like that could develop a bad habit in the future, right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Because like, if I'm uncomfortable with 18 seconds, like if I'm in the middle of a story, like I'm kind, I want to emerge out of this temporary shutdown as with stories a few different stories right you've, you've heard a couple of them that i might do the fury yeah. stories and whatnot mm-hmm. yeah. but like i'm going to have to like learn to adapt to like just sit there in the pocket know the laugh is coming and just you know be comfortable with it yeah but right now i'm just like hey joke 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 i did 45 yeah. jokes in like 11 minutes on yeah. friday dude if i have if i have crazy. Like, that was like let's impressive. say let's say i book my own show like i usually do like out of state even and i have 30 minutes. I might do 12 jokes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's, there's just I did 45 in 11 out. minutes. It's yeah. fucking crazy yeah, to that's me. That's fucking insane. <laughs> Some of them were, yeah. I would consider tags, but like... Um, but still. I would consider them 45 laugh points is what the rea- reality of that is. Oh, yeah. You have that, that whole scoring system, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah of course. Yeah. I rate every You're joke like I do. you a fucking savant, dude. <laughs> yeah. I, you make I, me feel so fucking stupid. <laughs> it really does make you feel, make us feel it, make, make me feel like I could be doing Well, better. you could evolve into that, too. I could. I'm, I've am i been here the longest, and I'm fucking <laughs> here still. Right. True. You're, 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 true. you're on your own path. I'm pretty you got, static. You're, you're already building up to your own thing <laughs> i yeah. wanted to make my set like uh, a roller coaster where i the first joke is going to be that first first down the hill right and then i kind of think of it as like you know when you the next you know hills are just like the up and down ones where i'll have like i rate my jokes one to five and i only did threes and fives on that show well the exception of the purposeful bomb joke andrew lopez gave me that idea to make the 13th joke bomb on purpose and say it was bad luck and it was great. It worked oh, well. Yeah, Andrew's yeah. a great guy. Andrew's a great uh-huh. dude. Yeah. Um, and so I, I want to like start off with the first joke, and then like the next joke is maybe a three, and then I'll go with a four, and then maybe a three, and then a five. Like I try to keep it. I, I don't want to be like, well, I'm going to stack up front with my mediocre jokes and then just kill at the end. I want to sprinkle in my fives throughout the set yeah. to keep it interesting yeah and i consider yeah. i consider some of the them some of them go off the scale in my scale because some of them some of the jokes hit Your harder scale. Than like other. anybody else yeah. has got a fucking scale so, <laughs> right right like, have, my scale might differ from everybody else's but you know like, i was telling dave like, this but it's the, got similarities i was telling you know? dave this on the way to omaha he was talking about a scale and shit like that i was like why either suck or they don't it's binary it's one or zero <laughs> right. and they're all fucking zeros to me <laughs> Like, I always think I can I never suck. impress me. <laughs> but <laughs> if any, my 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 biggest hater is myself. Yeah, oh, my mine is too. Uh, one of the things that it's not like I'm not rating them like from my perspective. I'm rating them from watching the clips because I record every set. Yeah. So I just I watch like three or four different sets that have the same joke, and I'm just like, man, this one is consistently killing. Like nine second laughs afterwards. Like I also time out laughs afterwards because that helps me know. 
how long on stage to, before I can continue as well. You see enough documents. A lot of mine is like how I separated. deliver it, though, too. Yeah. You have the same delivery every time. Mine is just I play off the energy of the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's going to yeah. be another thing that's going to hurt me, too, is like I haven't had to adapt to the energy of the room yet. Yeah. And like there is a time, like the first time I went to Groucho's, Ooh. Oh my! <laughs> my third set ever, and I just died a horrible death. Yeah. Granted, I didn't have a lot of jokes back then, and I messed up one of my favorite jokes that I used to do back then. Yeah. And it was just like, well, I need to learn to adapt to a room like that. But then the more I did that room, I was like, well, sometimes it's you, sometimes it's the people. And at Groucho's, oh, yeah. a lot you of can, times it could be the people. You could definitely yeah. have but, a bad crowd. Oh, but yeah, I've got, I, I got them twice. I did six sets there maybe uh-huh. and i got them twice and i was just like that though completely outweighed the other times yeah like i had two epic bombs like in my joke notebook on my on my set list that day i have like a little nuclear cloud like a <laughs> bomb cloud in the corner just to symbolize and i have the date written down i was like oh look at that august 6 2019 i bombed horribly you really do you really do you keep track of all that too um dates and whatnot yes Wow. Also, oh. on, almost God all my sets it. are uploaded to YouTube for me to watch. They're uh, listed uh, <laughs> privately, but I send the links to my brothers, my dad, and whatnot. People that aren't, like, I, I don't expect, like, I was a little upset my brothers didn't show up for this show on Friday. But also, you can't really be upset for people during a pandemic. Yeah. Like, it's just like, and plus, they've seen all the jokes. I get their feedback through text and phone calls and whatnot. They know my set. Yeah. Like, they're super proud of me for doing what I do and whatnot. Uh, my mom, before she died, she used to watch my stuff and she was watching it and I'm like sitting in the living room and I can like see like through like the little doorway into the kitchen where her computer desk was and she's looking at it and I'm, uh, if you're, if you're watching an audience from behind, like whenever I'm at Teehees, I'm always at that little bar area because I like to watch the entire crowd. And one of the easiest ways to find out if someone's laughing is you watch their shoulders, right? Because their shoulders are going to shake, right? Yep. True. My mom didn't even move. And then she turned around and said, well, at least they liked it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, thanks, Mom. That's a Seal that's, of oh, approval. So oh, my God. Like, I, don't know if I, I don't know if I ever made my mom laugh that much. My, uh, my, uh, my buddy Brandon made her laugh real hard one time, but, like, she was just, like, not into that much comedy. She was into, like, trash TV and, like, TLC and, mm. like, BBC. Like, she just watched garbage we, we got this thing in the mail there's not a lot of sense of humor involved with no that sort of yeah. of cooking life. shows and what yeah, let me watch a cooking. bunch of dwarves try to bail hay for two hours <laughs> yeah, no kidding <laughs> hey you know what i, I might i might i might take a gander in an episode of that. my stubby arms can't tie the knot in this twine <laughs> i can't i can't reach we gotta we gotta throw over billy Man, as he was, holds on to it just to get to the other side we uh we got this thing in the mail and it was uh Nielsen, you know, the, the ratings company, Nielsen, yep. right? So they send you a, 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 a postcard, a little call back there, with a dollar bill on it, right? And they basically give you a dollar to uh, sign up to be rated. So, you know, they will basically work with Mediacom or your cable provider, and they will use your signal as ratings for the Nielsen. Yeah. Nielsen used to be a family. The Nielsen system was a family, yep. right? Huh. But now other people can get into it. And I saw that thing, and I was like, I don't watch TV at the house. All the TV that my mom watches is just this garbage TLC just Bravo crap. Service, throw that and away. I took the dollar <laughs> off, like it was stuck with like those two like little globs of rubber cement, put it in my pocket, and just rip. <laughs> and I was like, I am not letting anyone know the garbage that is watched in this house. Yeah, dude, <laughs> well, you know for no. it. what was into? Because then was we a, got Jersey Shore. <laughs> there was a crazy, yeah, exactly. There was a crazy revelation that I that I uh, I had a few years ago, back when Honey Boo Boo was popping. 
<laughs> you're, so, you're so close. And uh, what what my realiza- my my realization was that Honey Boo Boo was on TLC, which means the Learning Channel. Oh, they can they took the Learning Channel right out of that. They're like, we're just gonna cut off most yeah, of the letters with these words. Yeah, calling them the Learning Channel yeah. is about as oxymoronic as calling us intelligent. It was. <laughs> At least so I follow it up with idiocracy. <laughs> bitches. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> when it came out, the t- TLC, the Learning Title's Channel, a little was ironic. great. It was such a good channel back in the nineties because I learned like, so much. Bro, I that's was when Discovery, born in ninety seven. So really. I was born in 95. 1995, I lived in Pocahontas, Iowa, up in northwest Iowa, 95. Yep. Yep, my brother so, used to do drugs there. Oh, I would not doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> not shocked. <laughs> um, anywhere you have rednecks and anhydrous ammonia, you're going to have drugs. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they had this thing where uh, it was, I think it was, it wasn't Mediacom back then. There was another company. I think it was like ITC or whatever was the cable provider in this RCS? area back then. Something something like that, yeah. yeah. And they they gave us like 20 channels for like a month. And then you, they mailed out these things so you could vote what channels to keep. Yeah. And like it was when Food Channel, Food Network came out, TLC, and all this stuff. And so TLC got enough votes, and it was great because that was when uh, Discovery Channel started going away from like mostly educational stuff, right? Yeah. Hmm. And they're the same parent company, so they shoved all the stuff to the TLC and whatnot, and you could actually get like it was like all nature documentaries, all science shows, all this and that and whatnot. Yeah. And now it's just it's gone. Like there's the yeah. TLC doesn't even mean. The learning channel basically anymore. turned yeah. into like uh it's basically it's turned into mtv today in disguise it's it's, it's like, a dude all it's a collection of freaks yeah no offense to anybody who happens to be there midgets and 600 pound people but <laughs> it's a collection of freaks. thousand pound sisters yeah that fucking show my man. fat fabulous life like sh- all that stuff the like, fucking thousand pound sisters is basically the story of like sisters who are so fat titan and fat and is now protruding out That's of their foreheads joke <laughs> Yo, what's up, I.O.? <laughs> I can do it too, Dave. I'm not stupid. I just Europa, you cold. Yeah. <laughs> but what is it? It's what? The thousand pound sisters? Yeah, thousand now, pound sisters. They, they weigh about bo- 500 pound a piece. Okay, so it's together oh, they're a thousand yeah. pounds. Gotcha. Yeah. I just felt sorry for a lot of different automobile suspensions. Yeah. Yeah, when you weigh ain't... half the amount of your car does. <laughs> yeah. Oh, them, they ain't, them they ain't driving anywhere. Springs is a screaming. So yeah, are, yeah. Do they try to improve themselves? No, they continue. They, they so they it's a like, glamorization of unhealth. I, I, so I watch, so I watch, I watch a podcast that like the people who watch it are like really into it. That like Ninety Day Fiance and all these insane oh, shows. Unfortunately, and that's a so great show. I start learning about. I want to actually get into Ninety Day Fiance because it seems like insane people to watch. But well, of course it is. The, We're gonna fly you in ninety days on a on a visa to see if we can get married. Yeah, let's just turn this podcast into a Ninety Day Fiance viewing. Dude, party. I would be down. <laughs> I am TV is Russ right and Pal. Let's do it, dude. Let's fucking dude, do it. Dude, it's on like four hours a week. Yeah. Like plus, sometimes. Uh, yeah. And plus they have like different uh, what different ones of it. It's like um, 90, pillow say, talk, 90 days. Before, before the, the 90, 90 days. days. And like, whatever, like the other way where they're going to the other place. But oh like, like what, oh, yeah, I, but what I was going to say about my thousand about the thousand pound sisters was like it. One of the one of the f- one of the notes in the show was during it. One of them actually started to one of them. Get, while being documented, got so much fat it started popping into her forehead. 
Like her forehead started getting lumps and then just Do you is know who now Lavelle like Crawford a solid is? piece. Yeah. That's like this. Dude, that's what yeah. he's got. Oh. Real, that happened to him too? Yeah. Oh my that's God. That's like when you get so much fat in your body and there's standing room only, so it just yeah. goes to the forehead. <laughs> yeah. Well, fuck, I guess I'll just wait outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just outside the normal bounds of where fashion it's, it's dude, like It was fat that was waiting to get a table. Dude, there's a fine line between, like when it comes to the thousand pound sisters and stuff like that, there's a fine line between when body positivity becomes helpful and it's just... Just turns into enabling. Yeah, true, for sure. <laughs> they should be fat. Like, fans. no, you're gonna die tomorrow. Like, fucking lose some weight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, like, yeah, you're 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 either gonna die from the impact of just falling forward, or it's just gonna kill you. Like, it's yeah. Like, there's there's that you have so much behind you, slowing you down that if you just lost all that, you would have some strong fucking legs. Yeah. If yeah. I if some dude was yelling at me in the McDonald's drive-through on the way over here, I wouldn't have had McDonald's. <laughs> like it's just fat shaming is not a bad thing sometimes. Yeah, I honestly, it's yeah, harmful when that cell you isn't so light. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I tried to do a wordplay thing oh, for Davey. We're getting canceled. <laughs> we are getting canceled. Oh yeah, three white dudes in a room complaining about fat people. Oh no, yeah. doesn't go over well. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, is like you could probably get away with saying this because you guys look like. I can like, oh yeah, I just live my life the way I want to and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, you kind of have this bully. You have this like. Teenage I look movie like bully I should have bullied somebody in the eighties. I look like you I should look, like shred down like a mountain, cobra carve real hard, and then yeah. blow snow in the nerd's yeah, face yeah, and exactly, go. Yeah. Oh. You know who you make out with my girlfriend? Ski jock. I can see that. <laughs> you know the, the dude. With, have you seen that? Ten things I hate about you. Yeah. The dude with the nice yes. car, the one that's paying the guy for Bianca the entire time. Yeah. You have that vibe, but more of like a Camp Nowhere vibe. I don't like the fact that I have that vibe. I think I just might have that look. No, <laughs> you're not like a dick or anything, but like in Camp Nowhere, remember, he was actually a nice guy. He just had to pull up the, the bully thing as like a front to look Don't even tough. pull up a bully front, Dave. Now you're making me feel subconscious. You're a bully. <laughs> no, he pretends to be a bully because he he's self-conscious. I watched Camp Nowhere the other day. Uh I uh, just randomly found it in one of the streaming services, and Superman I was like, man, I used to love this movie, and I was just mm-hmm. like, wow, this movie is for 12-year-olds. Yeah. So I masturbated. But <laughs> 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 boom, bang, bow. <laughs> no, it was, it was not good. Christopher Lloyd, though, in that movie is fantastic. Christopher Lloyd in any movie is fantastic. Oh, you need someone to, pl- to play a wiry, crazy old white dude? Yeah, yeah. or <laughs> Uncle Fester. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, he was a great oh, fucking Uncle I used to have Uncle a Fester. light bulb. Uncle Fester light bulb. It had batteries in it. You yeah. know how bad... How light bulbs have that little round like piece on the bottom oh, of it. Was that flat it was a button. Yeah. yeah, it was just nice. a little button there, so you could like put it in your mouth and make it light up. That's awesome. Yeah. I thought yeah, that yeah. was yeah. so cool when I was ten. Do magic yeah. tricks and right, yeah, exactly. and just just snuff out Michaela Oz's whole business. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I can do this too. Yeah. I've You're discovered. Not so special. I've discovered the secrets to every one of Michaela Oz's tricks. I've really? watched yeah. carefully. I used to be really. Do you know what big. it is? She's a fucking witch. It's not even magic. <laughs> She's a goddamn witch. <laughs> like it's real occult shit. Like it's just like I don't. I understand. I can see like uh, if if I watch a set for like a few. I cause she was around for like two weeks, right? Solid, and I saw her like four times a week. Yeah. And I was like, I think I kind of have an idea how this is working, but the other stuff, I'm just like, this is legitimate like occult magic. My problem is I used so to be good. like like really into magic when I was a kid and I wanted to be a magician the whole time. I yeah. honestly think it was just that inherent like I want to perform for people thing. Yeah, you right. want to blow people's minds basically. Yeah. My dad works at a casino so I always had playing cards to play with mm-hmm. and so I would just like learn magic tricks all the time, all the time, all the time and so like 
I I can usually just sit there and be like, I know how you did that. I know how you did that. But I'm not a dick about it. Like, I'm right. like, oh, yeah, yeah other yeah. people are enjoying it. Uh-huh. Yeah, Much exactly. like comedy. Like, yeah. people go, yeah. people make a joke, and I go, other people are laughing. <laughs> You're right. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this, this room might be silent. This is subjective. This yeah. would work in another room. It was fun having it around for those few weeks. I oh, enjoyed, yeah. Uh, I enjoyed watching those things because I was just like. That was cool. Sitting there. Because like, I remember I watched it at Teehees, and she was on. Was she on the Power Hour set with you, or yeah. might have been different? Wasn't no, nope, she was on with me. So like, I purposely she like, did her dirty set on that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was purposely was like stage. I was like stage left to like watch one of her, sh- and then I went the next time I saw her, I like went from the other side of the room just to see if I get <laughs> like a different angle. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, if I go behind, it's probably gonna spoil something. But I'm just like, I was like, what can I see? from this angle that I didn't see from somewhere else. Yeah. But I think that with weird things. Like, if I ha- love a movie, like, and I've watched it, like, ten times, I'll watch it the eleventh time, and I will watch, like, the upper left-hand corner the entire time. Uh-huh. Just to watch, like, flubs and just goofy things Dude, or I always... subtle things you'd never miss. And then, like, the next time I'll be like, let's watch the lower right corner. Yeah. Like, I've known always, you're always drawn to the eyeballs on this on the screen but like i always like look at from different angles just be like oh my god look that magic eight ball was there and now it's there and now it's here like yeah. the stuff that they do on purpose and whatnot like mm-hmm. it's, it's fun to catch that stuff without having to like look it up on like imdb and like, yeah. Dude, i always do that shit know? too my my brain just pinpoints to like the ridiculous shit yeah. like i just like stuff that's like so out there yeah. that just makes it funny uh-huh. like uh footloose i used to date a girl that really liked footloose we would watch it like once a week or something yeah. like that and then one day i noticed at the homecoming dance in footloose Somebody just had, like, there's the the table of, like, drinks and, like, little chips and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then right there, for no fucking reason, is a whole turkey. Oh, really? <laughs> like a really? Thanksgiving turkey. Holy shit, really? <laughs> I started dying. What? And she goes, what? And I paused the movie and I go, who brings a turkey to homecoming? <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's like a, a whole fucking it turkey. That doesn't make any fucking sense at all. <laughs> what? Or is it just a turkey? <laughs> Brings a turkey oh to my homecoming. God. Yeah, no fucking kidding. The homecoming. <laughs> oh, my and God. Like, you know, the like set fucking... designer did that on purpose, and only like 5% of the people ever have ever noticed it. Like, it's just like a joke for like people that like, it's just one of those subtle things that you enjoy in the moment. You're like, well, if someone you know, sees it, they see you guys, it. If not, if have not. you guys yeah. seen the movie Friday? Yeah. Oh, of course. Okay, so the, so I fucking you got knocked the fuck out. I I fucking wa- I fucking was watching. I I like I was really late to the game, and I so I like VHS. I watched it a couple times, and then like I think I came into it about the same time as some other people because I started seeing posts of it on Facebook, just like coming up. Either that or. If, my phone was listening to me. Discovered I was listening oh, to Friday. And started putting shit out, but that which is more likely. But then, um, there was <laughs> someone had made a video of themselves like pausing it on the scene when uh, Ice Cube's girlfriend is like in bed and like calling him and like freaking out on him, yeah. and like towards the beginning, and then like. Uh, this dude like paused it and he was like, "Did anybody else realize that there's a dude in bed with her, like laying with his back turned to it?" And, I, and then like, and it took me a second to process, but there is a man laying there in bed, and I had watched the movie if, at least a few times and had no fucking idea. Like it was, it was just weird. It was just like this weird thing where because of the way they had it set up, he just blended into the background. 
So all these years later, people are like, oh, shit, she's, like, calling, accusing Ice Cube of, like, cheating, but then there's, like, a dude in the bed. And so, like... That's, so, like, a social commentary thing. I know. Or it's the dude holding the mic. <laughs> 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 he's just trying to get good sound. Right, yeah. He's, he's, he's on, like, a little Zoom behind his back, like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it could be, like, the most, like, the most, like, eloquent, like, social commentary, or could it just be, like, ah, shit, Fred's in the scene. We're not going to record this. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Well, they do that in the movies fine. a lot, like where they'll catch like uh, like the sound guys and shit like that. Yeah, reflections, uh, reflections for sure. Yeah. Or like if it's like an action shot where somebody's running or something like that, and they just run past, and the camera happens to catch them. Uh-huh. They did that in uh, that movie Sh- uh, Shazam, that new movie, that oh, superhero yeah. movie. And oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what they did that. is instead of reshooting that scene, they just uh, CGI'd like shopping bags because <laughs> they were in a mall. Yeah. And so like they took all the equipment out and just put shopping bags. That's right hilarious. There. I was like, oh, that's so fucking cool. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> I think it's, it's, <laughs> it's just, like just keep it. Just yeah. fucking switch your shit. It's the Matrix, I think, when they're in the Oracle's place and they do the zoom on the doorknob. Or like, is it the spoon? It's it's a doorknob. It it's is a doorknob. So okay. they they do a doorknob and it like makes Morpheus and and Neo like really distorted and whatnot because yep. it's like a brass highly reflective doorknob. Yeah. But the entire time, like the camera, you just see the camera get larger and larger as the door knob gets larger <laughs> and larger. Yeah. And they left it there, but the fact that Neo and Morpheus are so dominating in that little scene, uh-huh. like you would never even know the camera's there. And it's not like a small camera; it's a 1999. Like we got this big square thing on the end of a four inch lens it's like it's right there but like almost no one notices it because of the how weird it looks how morpheus is all distorted and whatnot yeah boy that didn't they they made a new one right there's the new matrix was supposed to come out in may but the pandemic shut it down right they made a new one i didn't know god i, I hope I, not in the third one weekend <laughs> it was there was going to be a new john <laughs> wick a new matrix be in one weekend it's gonna be a john wick are you four? sure it's not bill and ted no. What are you thinking of? No. Bill and Ted <laughs> was supposed to come out uh, like around the same time as well. No, there is a new Matrix. It's been it's done. It was going to release like May twenty eighth. That's so gross. I think I think that Keanu was going to have three movies in theaters at once. One is going to oh. come out one week, and two were going to come out the same week. Man, fuck that! Because Keanu should have died at the end of Matrix three. Mm. Man, I hate that where they try to retcon shit. Because the whole point of the Matrix was like it's a fucking maybe it's Jesus Matrix metaphor. Maybe it's Matrix right, rebooted yeah. and they just start over again. <laughs> no, but the whole point is like it's a Jesus metaphor, and at the end yeah. of Matrix three, he sacrifices himself so that everybody can be free. Yeah, it's not like Jesus came back or anything. Yeah, right. well, <laughs> Jesus, the oldest zombie. <laughs> it is true. Man, I'm used Jesus. to talking to him, and he's stupid like I am. And then you come in here, and you're like, well, I was Catholic for 15 years. I know way too much about the Bible. Yeah, I was Baptist for about two weeks. Uh, I was. <laughs> I never identified with any particular religion growing up, which I am pretty I went on mission for. trips. Really? Like, really? Trip. Holy uh, shit. Not plural, but I went on one. <laughs> yeah. Just, I, went, I went on a few. One mainly. It was an excuse for a vacation. Was we it helped. a job? Yeah, we helped. Oh, uh, so it was a missionary position? I'm sorry. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we were at a uh, 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 camp for at-risk youths, <laughs> and we helped spread mulch just on all the trust-building no. exercises. So, like, if they fell, they had a certain oh, thickness like of mulch to fall on. So that was mulch. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And so we did that, and all the kids that went were, like, not workers and so like there was like three wheelbarrows and like two of them were like brand new they just bought from home depot and then one of them was like old and they found in the shed and it had like dried cement on it and it was heavier really? than all the other ones oh, fuck. and i like i was the first one out there and then i looked at the wheelbarrows and i was like 
these guys aren't fuck it and then i just grabbed the cement one because nobody else is going to be able to lift it and i just i wheeled out two tons of cement or two tons of mulch by myself and then the other kids like did like a ton and a half by like between the three of them jesus christ <laughs> and they're like oh shit and yeah. i was like yeah dude i'm fucking cool yeah right dude, <laughs> like, the pastor was worked. like you shouldn't curse around me and i went fuck you and i went to play basketball <laughs> fuck you, man i earned it <laughs> Yeah, I don't hate my Christian upbringing. Um, I think that going to to Catholic school uh, instilled like morals in me. I feel like I am a better person for that compared yeah. to like other people I've seen. But that's the like, good part. I think part I have a good moral it. foundation. But like any time, like the parts of Catholicism that like anything to do with shame or anything, yeah. I was just like, I just let my ADD take over, and I was like, what's out the window? Well, see, oh, yeah. I'm friends. I'm right, friends with like devout Catholics and stuff like that. But they definitely take the be a good person stories to heart more than the be shameful of blah 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 yeah and so like that's why i'm friends with them because nice. they're just decent fucking people yeah. but then you have the other people that are like fucking god hates blank like right, no yeah. he doesn't fucking yeah. we're here that's why yeah, <laughs> yeah. be true that, that, yeah that's by always... your logic he made me and i'm gay so uh, <laughs> right. yeah but if you live in a small really town falls apart if you live in a small town and you're Catholic, you find out the Catholics don't like the poor because my family was the poor. And you go into Sunday church and you'd see like all the owners of the businesses on Main Street, mm-hmm. like the the board, the school board, like anybody that had like importance or relevance was in that room as well. Uh-huh. And so like for some reason we were looked at as, as like the have nots and whatnot. And they were just dicks most of the time. Yeah. Like my yeah, dad I'm gave half- money to yeah. the church and whatnot. Turns out. My dad might even be not even that Catholic. Oh, yeah. So right he on. just did it for like a, you know, his his parents were like, uh, his his mom was a full blown Irish last maiden name of Fitzgerald. So that kind of yeah, you know, came down to the generations it's and whatnot. How we? What? One hundred percent. It's a video. Um, where did you grow up then? Pocahontas, Iowa, 15 years. Oh, you grew up in Pocahontas. Yeah, okay. so I did, uh, I like to say I did 15 years there because it felt like a fucking prison. <laughs> uh, no, I lived there from uh, all the way to, uh, through eighth grade. So I was 15 okay. when I graduated eighth grade. And then where after? Pocahontas? Then Fort Dodge. I did seven years in Fort Dodge. A lot of my friends have done seven years in Fort Dodge at the prison. Yeah. I <laughs> ate at Tom Thumbs a lot. Tom Thumb. Tom Thumb. I said Tom Thumb, too. Tom did you? Is that yeah, where it came from? I'm pretty sure I did. Hey, we're both idiots. No, I did seven years there. I went to high school there. met a lot of people. That town, it it got real rough though. It changed yeah. drastically since when I was there. I don't know. Maybe it, maybe it's just you know. I also you know maybe I lost the innocence of childhood there. Maybe that's why I realized how how dark of a town it got. But like uh, when I was living there in '05, I was in a band, and we were partying at her neighbor's house, and they brought back a bunch of people from the bar and whatnot. And there was they, they opened the door and like you know that just go to the bathroom and these two guys are smoking meth or snorting meth mm-hmm. something off the back of the toilet bowl and my buddy's like hey man real calm and quiet hey man you know you we just clean that? we just can't have you here doing that you know like that's not cool yeah right and they threw him through the window like the only thing that didn't cut him was because the blinds were down but like he went like shoulder and head through a window and i watched the entire interaction it was the most polite way to handle a method <laughs> Like it was like, it's God. like if you ever like walked in your front yard and all of a sudden there's like a twelve point buck and you're just like, okay, we're gonna be cool. Yeah. We're like, I don't want to, I don't want to scare you. Yeah. Like it yeah. happened to me when I lived by the airport in Des Moines. There was 
apartment building on one side, garage on the other side, a fence on the other side, and there's only one way to get out, and I'm between the deer and that way. Yeah. So you just got to be like, okay, we're going to be cool. And that's exactly how he handled the situation. You want a sugar coop? And the guy grabbed him by the <laughs> you arm want a and sugar like, coop? he like threw him just like he threw a professional wrestler into the ropes. Like he grabbed his arm and just like threw him and like kind of like held on to his arm. So like he did like a 180 and then went right through the window. Holy fuck. Yeah, it was just like, uh, and. There's just a lot of white wannabe gangsters in that town. They're shooting guns all the time and when whatnot. You got, no, when the, I when thought I was Pocahontas a sounds like the kind of town where there's so little going on. Well, Pocahontas is. This was Dodge. This all you need dodge. is a drug and a music video, and you've set where, where your life's going. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Pokey is a town of, like, 1,800. It's actually uh, Pocahontas County has been uh, historically the last, like, 10 years or so. I think no, the last 20 years. I think it's been, like, two or three census that they've taken. It's lost most population per capita out of any county in iowa in iowa hasn't died or moved moved basically (laughs) so there's if you have a college degree there all the jobs that require college degrees are taken so there's you know you go out you go to you know you and i or iowa state iowa you get a nice degree there's no administrative jobs for you to do there yeah most of this most of the factories have quit and whatnot and the people that are there they're going to be in there for their for their entire lives because people who choose to stay in small towns never move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's no there's no place for the kids to go back. So like they're now they can they combine with a few different schools. Like my my graduating class would have been like 77 kids. But now they brought Palmer and Palmer and so there's a few different schools mixed in. So the graduating classes are larger now, but none of those kids come back. Yeah. If they do come back, they stay there because they never went to college. They're going to be, you know, working at a gas station the rest of their life and whatnot. Yeah. There's just there's no room for advancement as we know it in that town. My graduating class was 92, <clears throat> and most of them are still in that town. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of them are still in Pokey. Yep. Oh yeah. Well, yep. we where I grew up, we have John Deere and we have 3M and we have Exelon yep. and we have like all these big like factories and stuff like that, that. Draws a lot. so all the kids that like fuck it i'm not going to college they just went and worked there yeah. yeah and you'll probably know notice at your high school there's probably a lot more emphasis on the vocational tech jobs yeah that's how it was in pocahontas my brother my uh brother dustin's vocational teacher was the votech teacher for everyone but not this guy me. this guy said uh what are you Wait, worried you about taking? Related? <laughs> yeah <laughs> my brother dustin the cool one uh he was uh, a <laughs> <laughs> who has who living there up to your bit has one. almost died four times. So. Dude, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. <laughs> he just turned forty and by a miracle. There's no <laughs> old Dustin. There really isn't. No, it's kind of odd. Like, you see a sixty-year-old Dustin, you pray to him because he's a god. Yeah, you know what a sixty-year-old Dustin is? A liar. There's exactly. No, there's <laughs> no old Kyles. There's no old like like when you ever since you said that, I've really been thinking about that i'm like dude i've been saying that for years yeah really, really? yeah they're really dude ever since i was in high school yeah you people, look- uh, yeah people are like why are you drinking so much and i'm like well i'm not gonna be around for a while and people are like are you okay i fucking love i didn't know i saw okay so i did not know that that's something you you realized years ago because like because like i because i listened to uh that fucking whoever it was I think I think Kyle it might have been Kyle Canaan's album. I've, I've been listening to a bunch of fucking Kyle, comedy albums at least, so everything's running mm-hmm. together. Yeah. But like, cause I I, had, I thought I had heard something, cause like I was like, cause I was like, where did I? I was like, I feel like I had heard that, but I was like, oh, it was just you. I was like, so I was like, so I was, I was like, everything got fucking crossed. Did somebody have a similar up. joke to me? I think Kyle. Do I need to Kinane, stop? Is it I want to say it was Kyle Canaan <laughs> on his. I album. mean, Kyle is another name that fits perfectly into that joke. Well, I don't yeah, know any graphic Kyle's. It might, and yeah, and like parallel thinking, you just. But I think, but it wasn't the same it, but... thing. It was just like it was just like the hint of it. 
where it was like the realization. But oh I yeah, no, I've been saying that for years. Dude. Yeah, so it was. I so I was. I so I fucking I, like. Yeah, it was. It was the same thing with the light and darkness thing we had no, talked about yeah. last time. It's like I've been thinking about it ever since. Where I'm like, man, this is. I think this is too complicated for me. No, dude. Like, like <laughs> I've been like fucking even at parties. People are like, oh, why are you drinking so much? Like I'd be in the middle of a cornfield just drinking out of a handle of fucking Tito's or whatever the fuck I get my hands on. I'm leaning up against a truck. That's got some farmer in the back of it, and he's sticking his tobacco stained fingers <laughs> in this old lady's dirt burger or whatever the fuck he's doing. So yeah. And the then people are like, "Hey, yeah. why are you so drunk?" I'm like, "I'm not gonna be around for a while because <laughs> right. there's no old Dustin." So, <laughs> <laughs> dude, that's such a funny fucking thing to think about too, because like, like a fucking. Because I started, I was like, I don't know any old Jordans. I was like, I know a hundred fucking Jordans, but they're all my age. Yeah, and so it's like, well, and we were we were in Omaha. And that uh, Justin dude yeah. came Justin, up to me yeah. and he goes, I, I wish, wish I, I thought of that. He, yeah. he goes, I wish I would have thought of that. Yeah. He goes, it's 100% true. There's yeah. no old Justins. And I was yeah. like, exactly. Yeah. But it's, I think it's the no same reason. That, but, but there was a young, also, lot of young Trinities. I think uh, what's the holy funny, Trinity. True. I think what's super funny is that like at one point there were no old Ethels. Or like no old like uh, Ethels are born old. Those <laughs> Benjamin Button ass. <laughs> yeah. my, my grandma's name was Georgette. Georgette. Those it's are like all George, old people names. but female. Yes. <laughs> it's a small time. It's a small girl, George. Yeah, what exactly. A weird, what a weird name that's not coming back ever again. <laughs> but like, because of the matrix, yeah. like we talked about earlier, I know three people who have named their kids Trinity. their daughters Trinity. Yeah. yeah. Well, people aren't naming the. I went to high school with the Trinity. It was like a thing. Yeah. You should like name your kids off of like real like off of something in the Bible or like old kings and queens but a, but we're at a point now where no one gives a shit about any of that dude, so people having kids are just oh, like dude. so obsessed with pop culture <laughs> that there is a kid like people that are naming their kids now are so obsessed with pop culture there's a baby out there somewhere that i saw whose name is hashtag really you're a liar yes you're i'm not lying fucking lying you're lying there's a baby out there oh, named I, hashtag. I don't doubt it you're lying to me there's one thing I, that you cannot I doubt in society and that is stupidity Stupidity there. will surprise you every time. And welcome yeah. to Intelligent Idiocracy. <laughs> <laughs> Stupidity will not surprise you on this podcast, but in no. life, it will. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, my brother's the same way. My brother was like, oh, yeah, that's pretty true. My brother's name is Nick. Really? How many old Nicks you know? Nicholas. Uh, old Saint Nicol- Nick. If it, that's old about Saint it. Nick. Man. Old Saint Nick. And Nicholas, if you, if you, say, if you say the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, but his middle name's Hank. <laughs> so, like, when he gets old, he just could be like, I'm Hank. Yeah, Hank. I'm not kidding, Hank. I, I don't know any young Hanks, so. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, hey, yeah, hey, yeah, true. Yeah, Nick, yeah, Nick is, uh, yeah, that definitely is in that same kind of area. What's in, what are old dude names, though? Like, George, Harold. George. George is a good one. Harold. Harold. Harold's Harold a great is one. like the, that, that's like top tier old dude names. Uh, like, just generic white dude names like Jim. Joe. I know a lot Jim, of old Jims, yeah. a lot of old Joes. Like, yeah. my, my grandpa was Dave. named... Dave. I, know, I know like 90-year-old Daves. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Like, we called my grandpa my dad's dad. Charles. We called him Grandpa Joe, but we find out he when he died, his name's really John. I'm like, what? I don't think what? I've met... Really? But it's not even middle name. His middle name's not Joe. It's, it's not like Joe's short for John. I know. It's just like yeah. Let's take one letter out and change another. <laughs> yeah, is that what they <laughs> did? It was just it's technically like... supposed to be short for Joseph. But what's yeah. funny is like my my mom named my dad. Well, my my mom, my grandma. Your mom named your dad. <laughs> I, I, I mixed found that sentence you. Up You're there. my pet. This, this week is your new name. This week this on Pornhub. This is where you will live from now on. These are your children. <laughs> What'd you say? He said this week on Pornhub. <laughs> 
Oh my god. Oh, bro, why? Oh, I'm stuck in this washer, bro. Oh, sis, let me just I don't know, stick man. in your ass. <laughs> I, to be honest, Jordan, I would let your mom name me whatever the hell she wants. But dude, I keep telling him he needs to write a fucking joke. I wrote, he that. He I, held, I wrote, he, I wrote he, a lot he, of it for he, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> yeah he, sent, he sent me a message not too long ago, and he had like the joke written out. He had like like a like I've, I was diagnosed as a, with a condition as a small child as having a hot called having a hot mom. I went by, by, a, by a friend of mine. I went for a second opinion, but it was verified by an entire lunch table. Yeah, oh. and then I know what you're thinking. I'm Obviously, I'm adopted. Well, I don't know if you were in that. Cir- <laughs> I don't know if you were in that circle that we were in, but um, yeah, we were tents. St- yeah, we were yeah, standing yeah. around yeah. in a circle, yeah. and he was. That's I was like, and then yeah, that's it was really weird it. having a sleepover because, yeah. like, I'd walk in or like we'd wake up and I'd just wake up next to seven tents, and <laughs> we, we were we sleeping inside, so that was weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, yeah, we we might have been in the basement, but that didn't stop everyone from pitching tents. Yeah, that was that was like <laughs> that was that was, and then the and the way because I had like I, I kept trying to remember what you said. <laughs> Cause I was like trying to, cause, cause I, I, I kept trying to think of it in like joke form. So Dave helped me out a fuck, a fucking immensely and like putting it out and it just in the, in that form. And then he, but then he, he did his line and like, I know you're thinking I'm adopted, blah, blah, blah. And then, and then he wrote then Dustin's line. And then I had to go, what was Dustin's line again? Yeah. I fucking can't, I can't remember. But yeah. that's it. But I fucking, I died. I was yeah. like, yes, I've been trying to figure out how to I like, even, even in that circle wanted to say, everybody thinks I'm adopted because my mom's hotter than me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude. Like, I don't, I don't uh, remember if I did my joke, my, my dumb shopping cart joke, or, you know, the you're fine joke I do. Like, I don't remember if I did it Friday, but I should have been like, good to see you again. Just point at your mom. <laughs> 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 You're fine. You too. <laughs> good to see you again. Hey, what's up? That would have been so funny. But, uh, oh, what? <laughs> what did I say when we were in that circle? Oh, I was like, it's weird having a mom that's more fuckable than I am. <laughs> She's a beautiful woman. She really that's not is. something. That's not something I can say, man. Your uh, your your mom listen to this by any chance? No. How about your dad? That's what I'm really worried about. Definitely not. <laughs> that's what oh. I'm hoping for. It's yeah. weird having a dad my, that's more fuckable than I, I am. Don't think my, hey, what's up, <laughs> Mr. Clemens? I have I have, pe- I have people over at my house all the time to do podcasts, and I feel like he still doesn't really know what I'm doing. No, he walked in in the middle of us doing a podcast that yeah. we lost. <laughs> he just started doing an Australian accent for no uh-huh. reason. Yeah. And then I turned to Jordan and I went, you can't do those. And he goes, you're right. I went, it's not genetic. <laughs> nope. Dude, I was listening that. to the uh, Cooper Patterson episode while I was working today. And yeah. there was a jingling noise. And I was like, what does my cat have? <laughs> my dog. What is it? And it's your dog's collar yeah. in the recording. <laughs> yeah. I just want to apologize. I just want to apologize. What does the cat have? I kept looking around like. And I looked, she's passed out on the bed, and I was like, oh. I hate when that Jordan happens, and normally I take collar. off her collar before I record, but I forget. Yeah. yeah I, I just want to apologize now, because I was a giant meanie in that episode. You didn't seem like you were. Oh, well, in the moment, probably. I was just angry at something. Well, see, here's and the none well, of here, us here, knew here, what. Well, let me, well, you going to have to perform me. at timeout that night? I'd be too. Oh, yeah, right? dude. I got on stage, <laughs> yeah, and I just made fun of a dude. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> the only dude that what didn't fucking go up. But oh, it, yeah, but and then like, I told Nick Nelson that he had a oh, nice Nick man bun, and if I combed it, it'd probably, like, <laughs> if I combed it, I'd probably just weed out a bunch of, like, pot and Skittles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> weed out the weed. Yeah, exactly. Dude, 100%, because he, he always has it in the bun, so it, it's the kind I of image where Nick you go, Nelson. like, what is hot? What what did you lose in there? Like, based on, based on, his, uh, based on his whole thing, that is fucking accurate. But Dude, that, he wrote poems? 
And I was like, oh, yeah. oh, this is fucking a thing now. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. I and I was like, this that. is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's way different than the shit that I've I do. I've always wanted to do the lefties like poem night that they have. I think it's on Thursdays. If I, I think remember, so. Right? Yeah, they, they have, have yeah, a post. They, they have like a poetry yeah, they have like night. A, yeah. Well, not right like now. But two, well, yeah. When they're open, when we don't have a governator taking over everything. Yeah, thanks, Cam. So, you know, Tuesday, of course, is our open mic. Wednesdays, they have a blues open mic where you can... Or like an open jam. They start with the house band, but then other musicians can go along and go play as well. And then Thursdays they have they have poetry, and then the weekends are for live shows. And do whatnot. you play any instruments? So I do. I play, but I'm not I'm not confident enough or like capable enough. I would say like I've been playing for 20 years, and you give me what you want me to play, and I'll play the shit out of it. Like I play this game Rocksmith. It's like Guitar Hero with guitar with real guitars, with right? An actual guitar. Okay. Yeah, and so I I play everything it's at 100. percent the pretentious guitar hero. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the one where I have an eleven hundred dollar controller for it. Yes, yeah, exactly. that <laughs> that, exactly. that rocks. I also drive yep. a Mercedes. <laughs> great. I just bought another nine hundred dollar bass the other day. It's beautiful. I, I just play while I walk around the Dude. house I own, and I just go outside. Yeah. So if we sat down and we wrote out sheet music for you, no. you could play it on stage. No, not sheet music per se. Tabs. I'm a tab dude. Okay. Do you know what tabs are? No. I'm a so tab like, guy So, like, it's uh, like that soda. It's like RC, but shit, yeah. right? <laughs> tabs is how I always learn. Dr. Pepper. Too. Isn't, isn't tab a ripoff Dr. Pepper or something I like believe, that? Yeah. I, terrible. Oh, no, I work for Coke. Like Mr. Pibb for life, bro. Dude, What's that, that Mitch Hedberg joke? Mr. Pibb is Dr. Pepper yeah. without motivation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> pretty much. Oh, yeah, I, that I was, was thinking of his Dr. Scholl's one. Dr. Scholl's. I, I, I bought some Dr. Scholl's and. Uh, uh, I would have bought that product from a Mr. Scholes. It doesn't take a doctor to realize stepping on uh, cushions are more comfortable, something like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Everybody man. opens bed and breakfast. I want to open a chair lunch dinner. Because <laughs> <laughs> about noon, I'm going to get hungry. <laughs> what is a hippopotamus? Maybe just a really cool apotamus. <laughs> I think one day when I'm, when I'm, uh, because Mitch Hedberg died on my birthday, and he's my hero, if you oh. couldn't tell by my comedy. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, and he died on my birthday in 2005, and uh, I remember I, I was an early adapter to XM. In fact, like I was the eighth person in Fort Dodge to have it installed at the one place it was doing it, right? So you were about the 13,000th person. Probably. Fort Dodge gets everything two years late. It was uh, <laughs> It was the, the car. It was a 82 well, like Grand Marquis. Fort Dodge is the third world country of Iowa. It is. It's everything bad. gets there uh, late. Uh, you've never been the to Storm of Lake. Iowa that I fucked around with. Yeah. I did go to Storm Lake. A uh, lady that I used to fornicate with got a COVID test. And I was like, that's weird seeing something get stuck in that part of your face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God but, knows how many things I stuck Oh, in I was face. just going to tell a story about how she got a COVID test, but my comedy brain took over, and now I feel all sussy. <laughs> <laughs> now I will disappear to my bedroom for a few minutes and no, just but, take uh, care of these socks. Hedberg died on my birthday. I remember we had a party that weekend because it was, it was in 05 when I was, in, when I was actually in a band. And... Uh, we XM had this thing where they were playing Mitch Hedberg bits like every ten minutes or whatnot. So we just we'd switch back to that channel and listen to the bits and whatnot. And I think one day when I have nothing to do on stage, I'm just gonna pull out a pair of blue sunglasses and just do like five minutes of Mitch's jokes. Nice. Oh, dude. Okay. Just for my fun. favorite Mitch Hedberg moment is when he goes. <laughs> Yeah, California state law says that you can't smoke on stage unless it's part of your act. And then he lights his pipe and he goes, "I smoke." And he just takes a puff. Yep. That's it. That's it. That's, That's it. part of Zach. And really? that perfectly that. validates smoking on stage. Yep. Yep. That 100%. For sure. <laughs> because it's you. It's designed for theater purposes. Right. Yep. Yes, it's performative. But since it goes to anything on the stage, you can. That's why Chappelle will smoke anywhere he wants. I'm going to take a cigarette out and be like, it's part yeah. of the act. 
Yeah, but nobody's going to tell Dave Chappelle no. No, not at all. I heard, imagine I heard telling da- him no? I've also heard Dave Chappelle will like pay the fine for smoking on a plane as he gets on. Just to yeah, be like, I'm yeah. smoking. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's like it's like, but you also have to be Dave Chappelle to have that power. I saw him once, not like live or anything, but like he was standing on a street corner in Minneapolis, back when Chappelle's show like it was between, I think it's between season one or two. It yeah, was some high heels on fishnets. Yeah, <laughs> no, he was he was we uh, my brothers show were, wasn't going so well. They were doing that. My br- older brother gave a kidney to my middle brother, uh, Dustin, who almost died, had kidney failure twice now. And so, yeah, trust me, God's trying to make him live up to your bed. Yeah, that's that's uh, Darwinism taking effect. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so, so they had the uh, surgery at the University of Minneapolis, uh, Minnesota Hospital, or the Gophers, I think it is. I, I think Jeremy Cartwright would flip out if you heard that. He's such a huge fan of that, that college. Oh, but, Jeremy Cartwright. Uh, but, oh, Jeremy. So we go past one of the arenas, and I don't, think, I don't think it was the Metrodome. It was, another, it was another pretty big venue, but there's this huge, beautiful tour bus and on the tour bus, it had written backwards, black man coming through. That way, you know, when you looked in the mirror on the highway, you'd be you'd read it yeah. forward, right? Like an ambulance. And I looked, and I was like, there's just a black dude, like, sang, sitting there smoking a cigarette. And I was like, oh, my God. And I just pointed out the window of the shuttle van, uh, hotel shuttle van. I'm like, I was like, you're Dave Chappelle. And then the light went green. And that's my moment with Dave Chappelle. I told him who he was. <laughs> like, you could have asked him one question and he would have definitely answered you i like to th- for I like sure to, for real i like to think he that was what you by did, himself i always like to think that you do that and they go oh my god i am like <laughs> he's like motherfucker i know i checked my bank account like the right. fact that, that story involves a van <laughs> that's my a shuttle van. Yeah, that's my favorite part of Davey. That was yeah. uh, a van when he's not driving his fucking Mercedes. <laughs> I have a Mercedes, a Hyundai, and a van, but the van's my mom's. I just haven't sold it yet. Yeah, dude, we went to You're Omaha. You're driving around to advertise. <laughs> we went to Omaha. I got stranded the, in the bends. <laughs> we went to Omaha and everybody, fuck. everybody was trying to like bust balls and stuff like that. And they were like, I'm going to steal your van to Dave or whatever. And he was like, wow, we rode here in the Mercedes. But the only reason they thought we took the van is because I got on stage. The first thing I said on stage was, how about Dave Kilbride? And then people clapped. And then I was like, we rode together here in a van. <laughs> and people thought he kidnapped me. <laughs> <laughs> or paid you, for, paid you for sexual favor. Yeah, oh, yeah, no. And then I said, everybody that passed us on the interstate was like, oh, shit. He either paid for him to suck his dick or he's going to make him suck his dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that really that says a, a lot about how, how young and vulnerable you look and then how old and take charge of Dan- Davis. Yeah, I like to incorporate shit. Yeah. I don't know why, but my brain immediately, like, I never have an intro line when I go on stage. My brain thinks of it about two seconds before I walk on fucking stage. I never know how to start it. Uh, yeah, I yeah. just I just think of it in the moment. Like, yeah. I fucking hate starting. Like, people will always do yeah. that thing where they go, like, uh, I try to like, play oh, off start with your second best joke and end with your best joke. And I always think that's a load I, of that's fucking That's the reason shit. I started with the joke I did. I was going to just start with the six feet joke and just go with, like, the three COVID jokes I have uh, yeah. on Friday. But I was like, I kind of did that mentality. That's why I went with the the beer. Yeah, I always think it's a load of shit because if yeah. you if you say something you think in the moment or whatever, you're gonna be more excited about it, exactly. and you're gonna get people on your side. And you're gonna, it's not yeah, gonna exactly. come out. It might even come out robotic because you say the same thing over and over again. You might lose the yeah, personality exactly. to the joke. So mm-hmm. uh, when we went to Omaha, we stopped at my my friend Emmy's house, and she always wants me to text her when I get home. So I get home at one thirty six a.m. and I just sit home. And she texts me back the next morning. Glad you made it safely. Also, Dustin's invited anytime. He is cute. 
Boom. Baby, foot in the door. And I was like, and taken. And she goes, ha ha, a girl can still look. Hey. I'm eye candy, bitches. Yeah, baby. That means good people. She's very fun. Hell yeah. That's I go there. Some eye candy that looks like you're up to nefarious deeds. Yeah, I uh I, I go the there quite a bit. Boy eye candy. I used to work for a band in Omaha, <laughs> so you spent a lot of like two thousand six and two thousand seven there at weekends just going all over the all over the state and the Midwest just playing different shows. I was kind of I was kind of a roadie driver manager type guy. Like I didn't book any of the gigs or anything, but I made sure people got to where they needed to be. Like yeah. one okay. one of the guys it was notorious drunk and he kinda still is. I feel sorry for the guy, but he wouldn't listen to me. And so like I basically just grabbed him by the by the feet and so I was like dragging him like reverse like wheelbarrow, I guess, like behind yeah. me. But like his feet were down, so like when he woke up in the morning he was wondering why he was blowing dirt out of his nose. <laughs> Because I dragged your face across someone's yard because you wouldn't listen to me. <laughs> Got him back in the van though. <laughs> Holy shit! There's just like there's just like three like di- there's just this giant fucking divot in the yep. ground. No, it was <laughs> fucking where he was dragged across and people the people the homeowners walk out like the fuck. The is grass that? is laid down like a miniature model of the Duricho that just hit Iowa. <laughs> While the grass is laying down. There you no, go. it was it was uh, it was a lot of fun working with that band. Uh, we should have been arrested many times. Uh, we just, it was nothing life. like dumb though it was never like it was mostly just kids being just partying we were like the the, the summer of 2006 was like um motley crew in the 80s with no cocaine yeah we were just like decadent parties like 60 70 people at the house and it, we would we they we knew like seven or eight bands and we had you know full band set up downstairs so most of the bands that we knew played heavy music so the fury never fades is the name of the band and they they tuned i think in drop c or c standard anyways it really low tuning and so other bands would just come down and just pick up instruments yeah. and rock out and whatnot and it was That's it was kind of fun sweet. to see other bands pick up these instruments and play their songs as they would but because oh, the guitars yeah. are so detuned, like you get this heavier, crunchier sound yeah. to like what usually is like a happy sounding tune yeah. in a way. Yeah, it's just like because because what drop C is like we're three or four steps down. It's a, a lot lower. Oh, it's very low. Like, yeah, when you have a guitar and it's tuned to E, you hit the string and it wobbles a certain way, right? It's a frequency, four hundred forty yeah. hertz for per second. But then you detune it, and now they're slacking it. So now. That's how Fieldy gets that like noise to his bass because there's just so much slack in his line. Okay, and so you you see like guitars that aren't meant to be detuned, detuned with like regular strings, and like you just get these floppy, like sloppy sounding strings, but they sound so much fun. Oh, okay. It was a lot of fun that that band. Uh, there was a uh, one of the guitarists. Uh, it was right when Dragon Force came out. And Dragon Force in his fucking solo. Dragon Force. Do you know, you, you know that fucking the song? The Fire in no, the Flames. Like a, Have you ever played Guitar Hero 3? It sounds like a cool-ass 80s movie. <laughs> oh, it, does. it probably is. Dragon so, Force have you ever played Guitar Hero? Jan Michael Vincent. If you've, <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what it would be. If you've ever played Guitar Hero 3, it's like... This, oh like, wait, it's the you go into the bonus. Real hard you one. You go to the bonus song in the very last there. one, where it's yeah. literally like, yeah, it just gets like insane, like fucking, like insane. One of the things he does is Howard Lee, I think is his name. I can't remember Herman Lee. He takes his guitar and he by the whammy bar at the very beginning, and he picks it up by the whammy bar, and he so like the back of it's facing the camera, and he whammies it like that. So you have all the weight on the whammy bar. 
if you ever look closely, Herman Lee's guitar is like a quarter inch thick. Uh-huh. It's beautiful. It's it's made out of great wood, so it's got resonance and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful guitar, but it's very lightweight. And so Josh, the guitarist for Fury, decides to emulate this, and he has a regular body style ESP guitar. That's beautiful what, like guitar, an inch and a half thick. Yes, a lot heavier. <laughs> and so he pulls it up and he does thicker. that. And he snaps all six strings, and it's it's got a Floyd Rose. So, like, you know, when he whammy it, it'll bend the strings, right? Okay. And so the strings are held in place by these by these bolt nuts on top of the by, on top by the by the uh, tuners. Yep. And then you fine tune it with these little wheels on this, but there's a balancing act because the tension of the strings have to be counteracted by string by springs on the back. Okay. Because they they oh, wow. they basically float. So like that way when you like they're wow like that you're you're bending the you're pulling the strings yeah. and so the strings get tighter the pitch goes up okay and you when you, when you loosen it with that a like Eddie Van Halen's eruption like there's a uh-huh. that's all with a Floyd Rose a floating tremolo I think is what they call it so when you change it you have to uh, cut cut the, the the little loop of the string off put it in the Floyd Rose, tighten it down, run it through the top like normally, but then you have to do this balancing where like you tune the strings, you tighten the, you mess the springs, but that messes with the tension on the strings. So it's a balancing act back and forth, right? It takes something like an hour to get this perfect. This is 15 minutes before they're supposed to play, and he just rips the entire strings off of his guitar, oh, no. and now <laughs> has to has to put this all together just super quick. And <laughs> Holy shit! But man. like it's like there's pieces that are held in by tension too. So like when he snapped it, like it just like rained parts off of his guitar, and I was just like, I saw him do it, and I was like, oh my god, you do not know how. Thin his good. Oh, there it is. Oh, and plus it's a Fuck. music video shoot. Herman Lee doesn't have to matter if he breaks all the strings. All they have to yeah. do is not zoom in on him. You won't know they're there. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, he had to. One time he had to borrow a guitar because his guitar died. It was kind of funny to see, like, because jo- <laughs> Josh and Dan both had like same style guitars and they fit with the style of music perfectly. Like they're kind of aggressive looking, right? And one of the guys had to borrow like a gold top Les Paul, like you would see Slash from Guns N' Roses. Yeah. That classic beautiful les paul look and you just see it detuned and the strings aren't the right strings so everything's floppy and it just sounded terrible but there's Mm -hmm. nothing we could do dan's guitar was broken he didn't bring his backup now that dude is signed by a guitar company he's actually sponsored dan richardson if you ever get a chance to look at their people he had a band called lord of war and a new band called pathology they've been around for a couple years they're a slam metal and i'm not a huge fan of them it's like slam metal, like it, it feels like it's the kind of metal that you would expect like people to do, like that hip hop hand thing, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. It's got that feel to it. Mm, Everybody's yeah. in the three one three. Mm, you know. Put I your motherfucking hands up and, and follow way, me. Uh, <laughs> I believe that move. I got a big dick. How do you think that move emanated in the hip hop scene? I can see that. It's the bouncing of a car on hydraulics. Right. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. That's what I always thought it was. It's the, Before, you, know, you used to have to push it down manually, yeah. so people yeah. got used to doing that hand motion. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, you have to sit okay. on the car like you're packing a real <laughs> overpacked suitcase. <laughs> you just got to throw your weight into it. Okay, so, uh, so, so we happy for so, so, so I'm sorry, uh, uh, based on losing everything uh, you know, multiple times in the past, we will be taking a few uh, real quick break just to make sure that uh, we can uh, keep everything going. A few real quick break. A few real quick break. Uh, so just give us one second. 